Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the show. Shelley Shearer here. It's a new decade, 2020. I don't even know where that 20 years is gone. I think I mentioned last week when I did my end of your podcast, I talked about how I was had a full-time accounting business at, in 1999 and was waiting for all the Y2K things to happen with the computer. And nothing happened except one small platform I worked on that was a Mac-based accounting software and they were giving it up anyway, so they didn't care. But the world went on. <laughs> but at the same token, it was so exciting to start a new century. Um, you know, time just keeps marching on and it's a hard thing to truly understand when you're younger because you really do believe you have all the time in the world. Now, one thing I do want to encourage you is you do have all the time in the world. I don't care what your age is, whether you're 20, you're 30, you're 50 or you're 80, you have time. What are you going to do with that time though? The point I was trying to make earlier about it going, it just, it does go really quickly. But I never want you to buy into the limiting belief that you don't have time because you do. You do. What is it you want the time for? So this morning I was uh, just cleaning. It's Monday morning. You know, I've, it's been two weeks of barely being in my office, but on and off. And being in the office was really focused on work to get out of the office again because it was holidays. And I haven't really cleaned out my inboxes and checked all my emails. And so anyone waiting for a reply, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm on top of it this week. And Brendan Bouchard, I don't know if you know him, he is a, one of the most world-renowned coaches right now. And he did the book High Performance Habits. He's wonderful, lovely young man. Anyways, he's uh, doing his opening address and he's talking about being purposeful in your life. And he has a really great attitude about being on purpose. He doesn't believe that everyone has just this one purpose. And I thought about that for a second and I thought, well, hang on, I'm not sure I agree with that because you know, we, you know, we talk a lot about finding your purpose and your why. And for a moment I was like, no, actually, no, I disagree. But then he qualified it. He says, when you're younger, there, you, you can find purpose in certain things in your life. And then when you get older or you're middle age, you get, that can change throughout your life. And that I completely agree with my purpose. You know, I may have the same gifts that I've always had uh, to give to the world. I just may find different ways and different ways of purposing that gift throughout my life. Now that purpose has come in the, in the form of coaching and podcasting and writing um, to inspire others and to help others to give back, to contribute. That is where my life will go now starting in 2020 going forward uh, full time actually. And you know, for many years before that, I had other purposes. I was raising a child and then I, you know, was building a business in the accounting business. Um, my purpose when I was younger was just to be, uh, to grow up, to learn, to be in school. So you, you, you following me there, how things can change. 
But being on purpose and finding uh, purpose in every day is very important. And the reason I want to talk about this right now, at the beginning of the year, is because this tends to be a time for people when they start making New Year's, New Year's resolutions, they start looking at their life and wanting to make, like, a lot of people do big changes. Like, this is the year. This, and then nothing changes. Brenda made a cute point this morning about people spending 30 minutes a day on Facebook and he times that out, excuse me, and it was something like 22 work days a year. I was like, holy crap. Uh, or maybe it was just 22 days, might not have been work days. And I, I think in my mind, I just went to work days because to me time, when you're self-employed and you bill by the hour, which I used to do for you know a long time, um, time is money because the bottom line is, you know, if you're not working, you're not earning. Uh, that was something that changed in my career later on, but the bottom line was that's, that mentality is still sort of there with me all the time. Mindset has definitely changed on that little limiting belief as I've gotten older, but that's where my mindset was at. When he made comments like this, I know that that's something I have to work on in my own life because when I get stuck or I get discouraged, I procrastinate. And this last two weeks has been a little tough. Now, I've been living in a lot of pain, to be quite honest, and I see the doctors today and, and we'll, we'll f hopefully get some relief and a plan of attack. I'm never one about the Band-Aids. There's something wrong with my lower back and left hip. My left hip doesn't normally give me problems. I think I pinched a nerve. Uh, and as well, sitting all day in a job, I, those get tight. However, it's just been a kind of a rough two weeks and I don't do well in long extended pain. Most people don't. It exhausts me. We're fighting colds. And I just keep getting frustrated that I can't get out of my own way when I have, I just have this, this so much I want to get done in the next little while and also client work that needs to be cleaned up. So I'm going to speak about that actually, because coming back to, to Brendan's comment about being on purpose during the day, I was getting very frustrated and I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my, um, gratitude journal and the entries are sort of all the same every day, or I'm really not even sure what the entry should look like. And he sort of gave me some clarity this morning. He was talking about making sure that at least during the day, even if you're stuck doing something in your life right now, because you are unable to drop everything and change paths, very few people get that amazing opportunity of just throwing in the towel, taking some huge leap of faith, quitting their job and saying, hey, I'm going to go do this now and have it successful and they haven't gone $40,000 in debt or, you know, or failed. That's just all part of life. These things are just all part of life and they're learning experiences. They're, you know, most entrepreneurs will tell you that, you know, they failed a dozen times and they've, we've all, we have all, I've been an entrepreneur since I was in my twenties. We all have our stories, but without the stories, there would be no successes. So that is the difference. Okay, so that there again is a, a mindset that is a good thing to practice for a high functioning habit is letting go of the limiting belief and, and, and hanging on to the affirmation that, you know, you are moving forward, life is a lesson and that's what all these things are and that you are going to have a purposeful life, which if you would like a purposeful life, you better have a purposeful day. So I'm going to take this straight down to the day and, and kind of build on what Brendan was saying today. I've always find Brendan a deliverer of information. He's not one of these people that, uh, at least not my experience with him, other than me buying his book, I've never really paid for anything with him. And yet I find I get a lot of value out of, of everything he puts online. So he, his, he's definitely 
uh, come, goes above and beyond. He truly believes in, in sharing information and, uh, and helping you with your life. And dealing with your life is, is really, you know, a big part of what coaches like us are here for. So let's me put this into perspective. So I made the comment about the 30 minutes on Facebook being the equivalent to something like 22 days in your year. You want change in your life. Uh, you're, making, you're making New Year's resolutions. If you cannot control the little things, the big things will not follow. Manage the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. Now we get into life later and you know we go through the decades and the world changes and coaching changes and belief systems change and how coaching and training is done and we get very caught up in the attitudes of the last decade of don't get stuck on the small stuff in other words quit worrying about the pennies and focus on the bigger ticket items i believe there's a place for both those ways of thinking in our lives and I believe that his comments today on how much we waste on our phones and just waste time in general is us not watching the pennies. We want things to change in our lives and we want to reach these goals, but we do not manage our time properly and we do not get up in the morning being on purpose. So let's go back to the purpose stuff for a minute, not just time management. Let's just talk about being on purpose because being on purpose, a side effect of that would be good time management in my world at least for me as a person, because when I know what I should be doing, my time is spent doing that and not wasting. So right out of the gate, my time management is actually just, I guess is the term self-actuated, like actualized, right then and there. It's just done because I'm on purpose with what I'm doing. So let's use my day-to-day -day as an example. In my calendar, I get up and I go to yoga. It is part of my health practice and my lifestyle. I am hurting. I can barely get in the car with my lower back to drive to yoga and I'm a little concerned because I'm thinking I can't overdo it. And what does the universe give me? This beautiful relaxation, concentrate on your body, focus on, you know, affirmations and, and some light stretching today. And there was some strength poses. I can handle that. My body handled it just fine, but it also made me very aware, which was a kind of a good thing, of a few things I need to bring up with my doctor. I noticed when I was laying out in corpse pose and um, we were doing a body assessment that when I pressed on a certain part of my abdomen my lower back flared so I thought okay that's something to tell Dr. B when I see him in a few hours so I was really glad I went and for more reason than just the bit of stretching and and stuff is the fact that I've made a commitment those sessions in yoga are purposeful for me and they are necessary for me to manage my health core strength and my fibromyalgia they are part of my day. Now, I do give myself this time where I could run into the grocery store on the way home if I needed to, but the rest of my day on Mondays is booked for content work. And that means podcasting, blogging, working on my book, clearing my office, whatever, but not client work, not the bookkeeping stuff that I'm, I'm doing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. This, this time is set aside. I have a purpose on Mondays. And what can happen so easily, which even happened to me today was distractions. So what he was speaking about is like when you get up in the morning and I'm, I'm a little bit all over the place because there's a couple of things I wanted to bring into this talk today because sometimes we're talking about like the mundane work. People, you know, want to talk about being on purpose and where I want to encourage you is if you are moving in that direction, I am your biggest fan in cheerleading squad. When you get to that destination, there are 
amazing coaches and very high level professionals that can see and help you realize and make your dreams come true. You're going to pay big money for that. But I am really big and my, my, I find that my niche in life is those baby steps, getting you started, holding your hand, seeing you through, open some doors, change some limiting beliefs. I want to be the person that can help you facilitate stepping onto a new path. I may not be the person that's going to take you all the way there and I won't be the end result, but I really enjoy that initial awakening of helping people awaken, helping of you opening your mind and thinking slightly differently, okay? That's why I talk about high functioning habits and not living in regret. So much of those things, bad habits and regret and victim and that and limiting beliefs hold us back in life. And I want you to step out of that and step forward. Then when you've gotten used to some of the baby steps and the little things that someone like myself, and there's hundreds of other people just like me, guys, the message is the same. It's just whether you resonate with the, with the person delivering it, then we want to encourage you and we want to send you off to higher levels of mentorship and perhaps courses or training. It's hard to say what you might need in, in your life and career and getting you on purpose. So we already spoke a little bit about how purpose can change throughout your life. And I also just wanted to touch on the fact that you can still be doing something you don't love and still be on purpose. Okay. Why you say, because my comment earlier about, you know, dropping everything, going into debt, start, that does not work for everyone. So if you are the, a little bit like me, that I need a security blanket in place, I don't mind taking big leaps of faith. Anyone that knows me personally probably feels that I take bigger leaps than the average person. And yet I look at my life and see people around me that take bigger leaps than me and I think I'm lacking. And yet other people that don't do what I do think they're lacking. Please quit comparing yourself to the world around you. Uh, other than looking for good examples and mentorship, we do not live in regret of, you know, beating yourself up. I'm not doing what needs to get done. I have a responsibility in the next four months to finish off clients that I have given notice to and get them some of them through tax season. And then my life will not be focused on accounting for more than two days a week. That is my goal for the end of April. When I leave and take my husband to Vegas for his birthday on May 1st, my life will irrevocably be changed. My career will be irrevocably changed and I hope to never come back to the accounting side of it. That is part of a 30 year part of my life that is now done, okay? That is my goal. That does not mean I get to walk away from all the commitments and responsibilities that I have in place right now. That's more what I was, I was the point I'm trying to get to today. You may have to still supply for your family or fill obligations, finish a contract, it's hard to finish school. There are reasons for paths that we are on and process, um, not processes, experiences that we are having right now that will be beneficial for you down the road. Do not please walk away from all of those because you think you're not taking a big enough leap. All right. It is better to open your mind to awareness, learning, letting go of limiting beliefs so that you can see the path get brighter before you while you have to finish some of the quote unquote, perhaps mundane things in your life. Now I've spoken about this before. My personality, I'm project oriented. I am not a maintainer. It's not my thing. It's why someone else cleans my house. It is why I don't enjoy long-term just doing data entry bookkeeping work. I just, I lose my mind. 
Uh, there are lots of people out there that are spectacular at this and I encourage that in them because it actually brings them Oh my goodness, if you want to say, I'm sorry, segue, guys, I've just got to paint a picture for you. I'm looking out the door and the two biggest squirrels I've ever seen, they are almost the size of a small cat, just walked through my, of course, it's a dead garden right now, the garden outside my window. So if you're going to tell me that our squirrels are being underfed, I can tell you right now, one of my neighbors is leaving something out because these two little fatties are bigger than both my fists put together have big long bushy tails and full tummies they're not starving even remotely normally i've just got these little black squirrels or, or these little um brown squirrels or is they black or brown well, i've got both out here but the little ones i think are the little brown ones that run around up and down the tree right outside my office here when i'm talking to you guys but these two gray ones just and now they're on my fence line and now this is so cute they are tr- they are climbing my trellis because you know what's up there the feeder for the hummingbirds and I'm gonna bet you dollars to donuts they're trying to get up to the feeder I can't wait to tell my husband about this because he's so excited that he finally has hummingbirds it has taken him years well the problem that they don't seem to understand is that my hummingbird feeder are critter they're $45 I know I know you can judge me please do piece of plastic they're $45 and they are critter um, safe the bugs can't get into the sugar water. The squirrels can't get into it. Uh, and he just failed. <laughs> it was quite entertaining to watch. I had to share that with you. So there's your visual for the day. There's your there's your cute, good try. But little fatties, you got to go find the peanuts for my neighbor down the street because I know they're there because I find shells in my yard and they're not coming from my house. Anyways, see, distraction. It wasn't that spectacular. So when people laugh at me and say, hey, shell, squirrel, <laughs> that's that's me. Very much so. I have to work really hard to stay focused, which is why day timer, things are in my schedule. I don't use paper anymore so much. I use everything on my iPad. But if you can get yourself in a place where you have a focus and you know what is supposed to happen that day, even if it's just one thing, you will find that that one thing becomes a better habit over and over again and you start repeating it. It's no different than eating well. Once you get rid of the junk food and start eating well, your body craves it, it becomes a habit and you don't find it difficult. You will reach for the good stuff first and every now and then you'll reach for the bad stuff or have a lapse, enjoy it or you won't and then you're gonna go back to the good stuff and that is all just repeat and repeat. It's just uh, repetition reduces resistance and making sure that your day has a purposeful plan, not necessarily ensuring that every hour has got something booked into it, but has a purpose is a really good way to start your year. And I really appreciate that Brendan brought this up today because it was really on on path with what was been rolling through my head. So today is content work. Well, do you know what? I have been interrupted. In fact, during this podcast, you might have heard a telephone ring. I can't remember now if I've cut out part, I cut out part of it. I've been interrupted like four times. I loathe that. I forgot to turn a phone off. My kids came home from the airport, my students. It's just been one thing after the other. And clients needed something and there was i'm not lying i opened the mail from the government and was literally going to jump on that and do that for them immediately it's like no that work day is tomorrow for that client today is content this is the purpose of my day and if i get through the day now i'm not going to tell you that i took an eight hour day and i did a you know an hour-long podcast yay my work here is done the point is about the purpose Even if you're one, having to do mundane work, or two, you get distracted by squirrels, (laughs) or three, there's legitimate other work that 
is you know part of your life, your day, your your week, whatever, that you thought, oh, you know, let's just jump over onto that. That's not staying on purpose for your day when you have a plan. Now, I'm using me as an example, and let's face it, the rest of you are not getting up in the morning creating, most of you are probably not getting up and creating content or have been podcasting for three or four years. Some of you might be, majority of you probably are not. So my example isn't going to be your example, but I'm hoping you can kind of catch the gist of this. If you are a person that picks up your phone 20 times a day because you just all of a sudden are bored or you didn't have something to do for five minutes, that is not purpose-driven. I'm like Brendan. He made a comment today about he picks up his phone seven plus times a day. When it's a phone, you use it and then I'm the same way. In fact, it drives some of my clients and my friends crazy because quite often, once Friday hits and I've signed out of my office, I don't use my phone very often to check emails and messages and junk like that. I mean, other than like text messages from friends, but not work-related, even some personal stuff. If it's email, that waits to Monday morning again. So they find that very frustrating. Because when the weekend hits, really, my phone can sit in another room or whatever for hours. I'll forget about it. Sometimes it's on the charger. I'm upstairs. It's down. It's not attached to me. So therefore, and I'm also of a generation that this is how we roll. Even though I'm of a generation that has not grown up with a phone attached like an appendage, I am still a person actually that has had a phone from the age of 27 years of age because of an ex-fiance that was very controlling he insisted i have one and have it with me all the time long story not this podcast so from the second cell phones were basically handheld but they were still those big big ones i've had one in my life and have had it with me most of the time throughout my career so i am kind of the exception to my age bracket is what i'm trying to say there but and still I walk away from it because it. I know it's a distraction and I know the time it can suck. I watch people sitting in restaurants. I see them at home. Um, sometimes even my husband and I will sit down and then all of a sudden grab our phones for something to, to look something up because we're having a conversation and we will forget to finish the conversation. We just start scrolling on our phones. It's like, oh my gosh, I'll st- 10 minutes. Keith, put your phone down. We're talking. And we both put our phone down. It is... It is technology is so is i do have the right word insidious insidious it just sneaks up on you you have got to control those things in your life and maybe it's not cell phones maybe it's reading or a book or tv it does not matter what it is it just might be eating purpose means you had a plan and you take steps every day towards that plan even if it means you must go to a boring, repetitive job that you're going to phase out of your life eventually and spend eight hours doing that every day. Or, well, actually, what's or? I mean, I'm pretty sure all of you can think of a hundred different examples. That's sort of what I'm here for is just to kind of open your mind and to get you thinking, how does that apply to me? I have a saying to all the kids in my life, and I've been saying this for years, there's very few of my friends who have children that are in my life regularly, that blood or not blood, that have not heard me say this, so they know it's kind of an anti-Shelley-ism. Only boring people are bored. Because, I mean, how many times does a three-year-old, they, they start it right when they're young. They come up, I'm bored, because you haven't stimulated them, you haven't given them something to eat, you haven't uh, done something with them for 13 seconds. They have the attention span of a gnat. Uh, that's just normal. But you also have to train and foster their individuality and independence that, hey, there is a million things to do right now. Literally a million things that you could do. 
uh, on this planet. I don't mean for a three-year-old. I just mean for people in general. There's always something you could be doing. That list could go on and on and on. And yet we have 10 minutes of lack of, what's the word I'm looking for, sensory input. It's like, I'm bored. Adults are no better, really. Uh, children just get there faster because of the way they are. No, only boring people are bored. So if you're sitting around doing nothing, which I do quite regularly, that better be planned. Okay, and it is for me. I plan downtime. I look forward to it. I just want to go read for a couple of hours. It calms my mind. It lets my body rest. And this last two weeks, I've been a little frustrated because there's been way too much of that when I was hoping to get a lot more done. But my body's just been fighting with everything. It's like, okay, fine. So there is a point in your life that you will get where you'll say, you'll quit beating yourself up about that kind of stuff and not worry so much when you're not quite finding the answer. I have faith that I'm there's something coming and it's already today. Today was the day I woke up with purpose and it was like, all right, all my habits are back in place. You know, gratitude journal gets done, shake gets made off to yoga. I go, whereas the last two weeks have just been one thing and interruption and shiny object and squirrel after another purpose driven lives are not about you going onto a phone and scrolling for two solid hours every day. If you are doing those types of things and do not recognize the difference and recognize the time that you are wasting and the ability you have to produce, do not expect to live like people that don't do those things, that have better habits, make more money, have better careers, da da da, because they are willing to make the sacrifices to change their habits and their attitude in order to have what they want. And the reason I bring that exact point up is I was having a conversation with someone this past week. And they were feeling a little guilty because they have a family member, uh, a sibling, that struggles in life and things just haven't come easy for them. And she feels guilty sometimes because she goes, I just sometimes wonder if she looks at me and says, how come, you know, how come I'm skinny and I'm in school and I've got a boyfriend and, and she has none of these things. And I thought it was very interesting because the first thing I said to her, I says, I appreciate that you are aware and humble and recognize these things, but you don't change, nor do you apologize for the success in your life. Because this young lady I know quite well, and she is working at her schooling 12 hours a day, okay? She is incredibly hardworking and very focused in that area. There's a saying, it's, it's funny, the harder I work, the luckier I am. You see that on Facebook all the time. I consider myself a very, very lucky person. I don't consider myself a, I won the lottery out of the blue and never bought a ticket kind of lucky. I am lucky because things have come to me in my life. I feel gratitude for those things, but I've worked very hard in my life. I have stayed focused over the years consistently not saying there hasn't been deviation. I haven't stopped growing. I haven't stopped becoming more aware. I haven't stopped giving up on dreaming. And I am open and um, accepting of new possibilities and new uh, challenges, as well as new opportunities that, dropped on my, that are dropped to my doorstep. Because the harder I work, the luckier I get. <laughs> that's, that's something I would really love you to go into this new year with. And feeling on purpose in your day even if it means that you're stuck doing something to fill a commitment or for a time being or whatever, you can still have a lot of satisfaction and you're still moving forward with your life if you will keep that forefront in your mind. 
So perhaps maybe one little habit is because these phone things are just so deadly in this generation is freaking put it down um, or lock it away, turn it off. Uh, I would turn your, I would quite honestly turn your uh, sound off and then just go and have set times where you check your phone four times a day. I have friends that drive a little crazy because they're like, do you not check your messages? You know, because I'm not getting back to them within 13 seconds. It's like, no. And on the weekends, double no. So yeah, I'm a little bad that way. But the bottom line is it gives me freedom from all of this because quite honestly, it stresses me out to be that plugged in all the time. Plus what I'm finding with our younger generation is they're just so needy for attention. Uh, they feel that these electronics and Facebook and Snapchat and all of these likes that that's the, they're looking for the wrong attention. They're, they're not feeding, they're not putting themselves on a purposeful paths path. They're looking for external validation and that's not where you need to be looking. And I just realized, actually, I just really kind of came to that realization as I'm staring at my phone, sitting on my desk, talking to you all going, that's what I see young people and people do so much in our society now is, is like this little device is their validation of their worth in the world. Oh, people, it's not. If you didn't have a single like on your Facebook page or a single post, that shouldn't even matter to you, which is I know is an easy thing to say. But I grew up in a generation where that wasn't where validation came from at all. So it's completely foreign to my generation that the, you would even need that as a human being. But then again, my generation would have had things when we were younger that was a completely different validation. Peer pressure was huge for me back then in a completely different way in my teens and childhood. And, uh, you know, then my parents and grandparents, they're post-war people. Again, you've got a lot of male-female stuff and politics and roles that they were all defined by. Every generation has their thing. What you need to be aware of is what's, you know, what's ruling you really is, is kind of what it can be boiled down to. Because if you're letting things rule you that aren't keeping you on purpose with what you want and such in life, you're going to have struggles. You're going to have conflict right out of the gate. And you, that conflict's going to keep happening because those two statements, they don't align in, in any way, shape or form at all, at all. So back to the bit about being on purpose, uh, after I had to stop this podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, and had to walk away actually before I could finish it. And so when I came back, I was watching a bit more of Brendan's uh, uh, video and he was still talking about the phone, which is where I left this validation thing off of. And he said he created himself a trigger in 2010 when he, he wanted change in his life. And he taught himself that when he picked up the phone, the immediate response in his head was, is this the best use of my time? So this is a little, little bit about, like I talked about the triggers with my granddaughter with the facial tick, the facial thing she was doing to pinch her fingers together. This is no different than pretty much any habit you might want to break. We need to, there's always got to be um, uh, like a, uh, something physical or mental or in your head that you say or do every time in order that you become aware of this habit and then start to break the cycle. So, I laughed because he said, you know, at no point during that year when I was practicing this new habit, did did my brain ever say, check social media for two hours? Yeah, that was never, ever the answer to the best use of his time. And it is so true. It is so true. You know, it really got me thinking, actually, and this, this is a really another whole podcast, but we talk about how societies are controlled. Well, you know, in the, in, in the age of the Egyptians, uh, the slaves, uh, you know, which is also biblical, but it's also historical, 
we're kept in we're kept in line, you know, with beer and, and mead. That's apparently, you know, that's a large part of of the historical data that they uh, they have extrapolated and how we control masses on on uh, on mass throughout history. And just think about things that can control you. I mean, alcohol. You know, there's a very good reason one of my coaches would really like me to to try living without alcohol because it is very true. We can waste a lot of time on a weekend just not even being social, just have, having a drink immediately removes us from productivity in a lot of ways. And what if that was completely gone from your life? Not because, you know, we're putting some stigma, you know, drinking is bad or whatever, what have you. Whatever that compulsion might be, the bottom line is it controls us as a population. Uh, so maybe alcohol was it for my earlier, or my parents' generation, but I can tell you right now, it's social media for this generation. It is how information is blasted into your brain and how we are uh, controlled through social media because you don't really have the ability to stay on purpose and make a lot of dreams come true when you are constantly looking for validation outside of yourself and in something that is so in your face all the time. So being on purpose really does require you to take a look at what you do every day and how you do it and how you spend your time. Now, if you have no goals in life and your life is exactly the way you want it, dollars to donuts, you are probably not listening to this podcast or you know, uh, listening to self-help books off Audible or going to courses. I mean, maybe you are, maybe, but are you putting it into practice? We talk, I talk a lot about shelf help, you know, that sort of thing where you need to be actively using the information that you're you're gaining and the education that you're giving yourself and the knowledge that you're extrapolating from how whatever source you're getting it from whether it be courses or books or studies or whatever uh and a lot of that information you know you can get on youtube when you have a purpose youtube and google are spectacular when i'm trying to learn something but i'm certainly do not spend hours just looking through cat videos or whatever it is you want to you say because you know it was funny we were we were on our cruise and one of our friend's husbands, it was amazing the stuff he would come up with. And I'm like, where do you even find this stuff? And his wife's like, you know what? This is how he unwinds every day for an hour. He just sits and scrolls YouTube. I'm like, really? It was never even occurred to me to do that. But I think that's unique to me. I don't think that's, <clears throat> excuse me, unique to everyone. I think there's a lot of people that are perfectly fine with that. Um, and I read. No, no, there's, I mean, no two ways about it. When I need to escape and shut my brain down and escape completely from responsibilities or thoughts, I will put my brain into a book so that I'm focusing on something else and my body's relaxed and I'm enjoying my time. Yes, can that get away from me? Yes, it, it can become a very non-purposeful habit for me. Uh, and over the holidays, it certainly did. I had to be really careful. Uh, uh, after this two weeks was up, I went to the doctors yesterday, like I stated, to get this back dealt with. It was four painful injections into my lower back that sent me home crying my eyes out because when you carry pain like that in your body, usually when you're releasing it, you're releasing a lot of trapped emotions and stuff gets really bound up in things in your in your body. And I, I expect it. It's not like this is new to me. And, uh, you know, I make sure that everyone knows when I come home, I'm on the couch. What I should have done is actually gone straight to bed. As it was, I stayed up with my husband. He got me some sushi. We watched some TV. And I was really looking forward to that evening on the couch, binge watching a couple of our episodes of a show that we're watching. And I couldn't. It was literally making me physically sick trying to stay awake. So I finally hauled myself to bed, read for 20 minutes, and went to sleep. 
but I, you know, I woke up at 11.30 with the legs aching and I guess I wasn't really prepared to be asleep asleep. So didn't quite plan that accordingly. So you see what I'm saying though? I had a plan, like that these things were gonna happen, I needed to recover, I know the reaction I'm gonna have. These things are very important that you implement in your daily life as well. So whatever that purpose is for you in this new year, I encourage you to please look at your day, look at your life, look at your habits. And even if you are unable to be purposeful in what you quote unquote consider your purpose in life, every minute of every day or even for a full-time job, please still focus on being on purpose, doing whatever it is you are doing. In other words, like I spoke earlier in the podcast, it's fine. You've got bills to pay, you've got children to raise, or you know, you need to stay in that job, or like me, you've got obligations in your, in your career. Fulfill those obligations, but don't stand aside and let all your dreams die off beyond that. Still stay focused on what you want in the long run, even if it means, quote unquote, putting in a little time right now doing something else. You can still have a very purposeful life, and you can still have a day that's driven by purpose every single day. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>